Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Well, hello and welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. We're so excited you're here. Um, I know. I it, I know it's our, our second episode coming back after we've been on a hiatus, but we're so glad you're here. And I know we have an amazing, amazing uh, topic today to talk about. And I think Erica has that topic and she's going to share it now. Oh, we are going to, since, since we are kind of, um, a lot of our 2024 brides just got engaged. Uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about the top five things you need to do first with planning. So, yeah. all right, I, Patricia, I mean, well, cause you know, you get engaged and the first thing you want to do is like everything. You want to scream, you want to put it on social media. You want to do all these crazy things. You know, you're just so, super excited. Well, yeah. And you're like, the first thing you do is like, I'm going to go get my dress and I'm going to go get this. And we're going to, you know, here's who's in my wedding and you're just doing everything at once. And then you stop and go, Oh, oh my gosh. What, what am I doing? Right. And next thing you know, you've booked all this stuff, you're over budget and you have no idea how you're paying for anything because you've jumped the gun, but never never fear. We're here here to help. We're here to help. I mean, you know, budget is such a big factor. And for me, budget and guest count. Oh my gosh. But let's start with the budget. Okay. Well, let's, let's start from the very beginning after you get engaged. What is yes. the first, what is the first thing you tell your clients to do? Or what is the first thing you tell people to do? Well, enjoy the journey, first of all, and right. then only tell the closest people to you, like your parents, <laughs> instead of posting your ring on Instagram and your parents go, oh my gosh. I said yes! <laughs> <sighs> Well, yeah, because you don't want, you don't want people like, you know, your family and, and, and everybody to, to find out through Instagram. That's kind of, it's so bad. And then in what's really hard, what happens in that respect going farther? I mean, we'll probably talk about this a little bit too, is that who do you invite? Who don't, don't you invite? And that's another episode in itself. So just, just relax, enjoy the moment just you know that journey go plan a little dinner with your family and announce that you and that's and that's the thing because as soon as you um you know you start getting into the planning process people start to stress out and they get lost in the planning so that's why in the very beginning you know take the first month and just enjoy it then the second thing is, oh my gosh, figure out how much money you want to spend or you can spend. Um, you know, whether you're paying for it yourself, whether you have family who is going to help, but make sure you have a number. The, the thing that makes me cringe is when somebody comes to me and I say, what is your budget? When I ask what your budget is, it is not because I'm basing it off of, you know, I'm going to base my pricing off of how much money you're spending. That's not what it is. I want to see, you know, in my intake, 
it says, how many people are you inviting and what's your budget? And I ask those questions because I want to see how realistic you're being. Because if you have 250 to 300 guests, but you only have a $20,000 budget, that's not realistic. I mean, especially if you're like, oh, and we're going to have this and I'm going to do this. And we're gonna, you know, because- yeah, we've we've had we've talked about this in other episodes and, and we're going to talk more about it um, in the next session about budgeting. But so we'll just keep it real short is make sure you have a number because we want to stick to that. You know, so, and, and, and a vision, you know, like, what you, yeah, your vision. Right. So the next thing I tell what what's the third thing that you tell your clients to do? So I basically go, okay, tell your parents, 30 days, relax, do all those kind of things, budget, and then your guest count. Cause those are, those are all tied into your budget. Right. Yes. Because if you decide, and, and then, because the next thing I tell people is find your venue, because if you're going to invite 300 people, there are only certain venues that can accommodate 300 people. So, you know, unless you have a venue and this is where it kind of gets, um, things start to overlap the way I see it because if you have a venue in mind and you are like oh my gosh I've wanted to get married at this venue forever but they only accommodate 130 people that means your guest count can't be over 130 true and you know and and I have had my couples actually reduce it because they fell so in love with the venue right you're absolutely correct but at the same time, if you know that, you know, I guess it depends what's more important to you, the venue or how many people you're and who you're inviting. So if, you know, you're like, no, I'm inviting 200 people. I cannot cut this, this guest list at all. Then you need to find a venue that can accommodate that, which can be, um, that's going to be costly because then we're going to have that. It, it's all going to come back to budget. No matter every decision that you make in planning comes back to your budget. And I know that a lot of people don't want to hear that. They're like, no, it's my wedding. I want what I want. But again, unless I'm going to, I'm going to use my Hillary Farr reference <laughs> is if you want all this stuff, I'm going to ask you, well, you're either going to have to cut something else or give me more money. I mean, and there you go. Absolutely. And that's, and that's it. So, all right. And I, you know, and per, I do it per person kind of, yes. you know, this is what you have to spend. And, it, and that depends on the type of wedding, because yeah. if you're like, look, I just want something small and simple in the backyard, you know, um, super casual, nothing crazy. Um, you know, we could probably budget that, you know, a hundred dollars a person, but if you want, you know, I want this caterer and I want this and I want that, you know, but it could be two, $300 a person. Yeah. And I, you know, and I'm sure we'll have an entire episode on your budget. Yes, we will. Okay. So after you pick your venue, then you have your wedding date. Once you have your wedding date, then you can hire all these other vendors. So Patricia, which are the, the top three vendors for you after venue? 
Well, your photographer comes into mind, but I have a feeling majority of my couples tend to have their engagement pictures taken. It's really interesting how, uh, you know, by the time I hear about a wedding, but engagement pictures, definitely your photographer. So that's a big, big list. Hmm. Um, you're probably thinking about your wedding party at this point, and I'm sure you've got that in your head. Um, but in regards to vendors, photographer, you've got your venue, you need a caterer, and I'm sure entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the big ones after, for me, um, after the venue is the photographer. Um, I know some people, they jump right into engagement photos, but then you have to see if, you know, a lot of photographers, they will give you, they have packages where, you know, your, your engagement photos might be discounted or free with your wedding. So, but photographer should be right up there. Number one, because they book quickly, definitely caterer. And then, um, yeah, I mean, especially if you want like a band, you're going to need to book that pretty quick. Oh yeah. Um, and then, you know, and DJ, DJs book up pretty quick too. And yeah. I'm just going to throw in your last final big, big one is your rental stuff because depending on your venue where it's going to, you know, some venues have all the tables and chairs and, and everything. So you don't have to worry about that, but others do not. And the ones that do not, you're going to want to make sure that you get all your tables and chairs and, and, um, linens, um, you know, you can talk to your caterers, some caterers do your, your plates and your flatware and your glasses, some do not. So, you know, these are the things that you kind of have to really, um, to get in there. And then after that, you know, I mean, you plug in your florals, you plug in your cake, hotel blocks, hotels. Oh, hotels. You want to get hotels in there as quickly as possible. And that'll, you know, that'll hotels and transportation, I think are the hardest. They really are. I mean, just because you, those are based on your guest count. So you have to kind of to maneuver that, but yes, your hair, your makeup, your, your cake, desserts. I mean, you know, in, in a seasoned planner, I mean, you know, someone that'll take (laughs) Of you. <laughs> how, many, how many of your couples come to you that already have a venue versus they have nothing i said majority have have a venue already yeah yeah same here we already have it i mean i might get one or two that have nothing and i'm so grateful because mm-hmm. that that's my super ideal client because you know i want to listen to what their needs are and get them into the right place and I'm all about their budget, you know, and if we can get more and maximize their budget at a venue with the tables and chairs and linens and all those kind of things, I'm all in. Okay. So we're making this one really short and sweet. So again, your top five things to do first. Number one, enjoy your engagement. Do not announce it to the world until your friends, family, children, and those close to you know about it. Um, Second, 
figure out how much money you have to spend for this wedding. Third, your venue. Make sure that you you uh, get that venue so that you can have your wedding date. Then your photographer and caterer. And then we'll throw a sixth one in there. Um, entertainment. So there you go. Well, I'm going to end it with go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date. Just let that planning just chill out. Go on a date. You know what I I would I would suggest honestly through the entire planning process is just that do date nights. Yes, because you get crazy, crazy, crazy. Because things get nuts, you get so worked up in planning, and you forget. It, you know, you just you get consumed between work or school, work school your relationship and something and, and the wedding and everything, the, the relationship seems to kind of go off to the, the wayside because- Yeah, a date you know, night without planning. Exactly. A date night that just either once a week, once a month, whatever, where you just connect with each other and don't talk about the planning, don't talk about whatever. Um, oh, I know what else. What? The email- Specifically oh, for God, oh God, the whole, number one thing, create an email. <laughs> okay, so we take that back. <laughs> one more, one <laughs> number one thing. Uh, okay, first thing up, that's it. Number one. Yeah, just make sure. Yeah, make sure you get that email so that all of your wedding stuff goes to one email. Um, you both can check it if if you'd like, and it doesn't get caught up in your regular email and you know kind of wig your world out. So there you go. All right. Nice. Those are so it ten, turned out to like the top 10, which <laughs> we should have just gone there. Which is gone. Um, we will have those top 10 in the show notes. So yeah. everything is good. All right, Patricia. Woohoo! We're so excited you came and uh, listened to us. We're looking forward to you coming back next week on our Wednesday at noon. So two crazy planners, Patricia and Erica, signing off. Bye. Bye, all. Until next time. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.